Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird, and folks, I got a special uh, guest for you lined up today. I'm super stoked to bring this uh, young lady on. She is a uh, self love advocate, uh, loves uh, sharing her story. Uh, spending a lifetime filling her insides with outsides only to feel lost and unfulfilled. She's working on her first memoir called Enough that will inspire women to reclaim their power and uh, cultivate a loving relationship within themselves. And she has many other hats that we're going to dive into, uh, but we're going to jump on in this right now. So please help me welcome uh, Aubrey Nichols. Aubrey, how are you doing? Fantastic today. Yeah. 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 I love it. Um, Welcome yeah, to the show. I, Welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm ready to dive in. Well, good stuff. So um, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. So really, I could start <laughs> anywhere, but um, about myself. So I don't want to describe myself by like, I am a writer or I am a consultant because really I'm just like a a ball of energy that's like love and like bubbly and um and you know optimistic and I'm creative um I can I'm a light bringer <laughs> those are all the you know so I do I do many things and I say like sometimes I get in this place of being a human doing not a human being right but first and foremost okay. I'm a human being who has these you know the essence of who Aubrey is and I try to bring that in all that I do yeah all right, so like I'm trying to figure out like the next question. You're you're working. I want to go with this because it says that you are a, a self love advocate. What does that mean in your words? Um, well, that means for me, I'm spreading and sharing the message of self love. Um, and this message is that the, the relationship that you that you have with yourself is foundational for everything else in your life. And I'm talking about, you know, I up until six years ago spent a lifetime of beating myself up, hating myself um, for all that I was, everything about myself. And there was um, a point in my life, which we can get into later, where I just said, enough, I am enough enough of like beating myself up. Um, and so I believe that self-love heals all. And if more women um, were able to cultivate a loving relationship that, with themselves, then um, a lot of things would change. <laughs> you know, maybe I would, you know, maybe the Me Too movement wouldn't have happened. Maybe women would have spoken up because, I, hey, don't touch me there. Maybe we would close the pay gap. And I um, feel like it's got a, it's a bigger impact than just like getting manicures and pedicures and self-care and buying yourself flowers. All that stuff is really lovely, but it's about tending to your emotional well-being and um, being your own best friend and advocating for yourself and championing yourself and hyping yourself up, you know? I freaking love it. I love all of that, <laughs> what you're saying. And and this may be a shock to a lot of you. I'm not a woman. Uh, I'm, I am a guy. <laughs> but but everything that you're saying is, is, is really key. Um, and, and it kind of hits home for me on a personal level and, and stuff like that. I think, uh, I, you know, I have female friends that, that – have gotten into a uh, 
a dark corner in their lives where, where they're feeling down or whatnot. And it, it's when you try to bring them out, it, it's one thing for, for me to say something and, and I'm a loving person. It's like, Hey, no need, you know, do you try to be encouraging, but you really have to, uh, as you said, self love, bring, they have to be their own best friend and, and, and bring themselves, uh, up and, and and I think that that's huge. You have a, a a quote and it's literally it's staring at me and it's, since I've gotten your stuff, I'm just like wow this is cool. So I'm going to share it with everybody. My intention is to illuminate the darkness so that others may live in the light. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you wrote that? I I first off I absolutely love that. I mean that is powerful right there because I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a vision type guy too so all of a sudden i you know i picture like in a dark cave with no light or something like that and then all of a sudden if you're walking in or whatnot it just illuminates everything share i mean do you remember when you wrote that i'm sorry i'm just like it's really no cool. it's okay i think it was um 2016 when i was really honing into my why and why am i here and my purpose statement and um you know i think if i had to name a superpower my superpower would be vulnerability and for some reason i have done it all snorted it all <laughs> um drank it all partied it all and um come out on the other side and i feel although like those are my experiences i th- feel like those that those were my gifts because i am able to tell other people like, Hey, I went through it too. And they can't, they won't feel alone. Um, so alone. So when I say I want to illuminate the darkness, I want to say like, Hey, I did that. Hey, you're okay. You know, you did this. Well, I did that. And there's a sort of, can, can we use, it's like, I like a zero fucks. Like I, for some reason feel very, um, emboldened to share my truth. And for example, in my corporate consulting life, if somebody goes to my website and they don't like who I am and what I stand for and the boldness that I bring, then they just won't hire me. They're not my people. But, um, and so I really feel like in all my writing, you know, coming out of divorce, you know, and why my first article that I had to call my mom and dad and say, Hey mom and dad, you're not going to want to read this. It's, you know, why I'm grateful for fuck boys. It's just being able to call it like it is because I was at a place where I was coming out of a marriage where all I was capable was like having some, like some sexy time with someone who looked really good. Emotional connection was not in, um, my realm of capabilities. So I just have this ability. I like to bring all the realness. I friggin' I, I can respect that so much because <laughs> our listeners know that I have zero fucks about anything. And I'm, and I said, listen, I, I look at life like this. You might not like what I say right now, but you'll mm-hmm. respect it because you know that I'm being fucking real with you. Like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I'm not a I, first. Especially friends. Like if I'm a friend of yours and and you don't like what I say, at least you yeah you can be pissed at me all you want. That's fine. But you at the before you go to sleep at night, you're gonna think about the conversation. You're like fuck, Bird was right. I get it. I get it. 
It's because I care. I'm a caring person. Mm. Um, yeah. I want to jump into a question with you right sure. now. Um, you're on a show called The Decision Hour. Mm-hmm. And and we all we all make decisions, right? Uh, every day mm-hmm. we got to make decisions. Name a time in your life where your feet were on the line, and you had to make that decision. What what was the decision? What was the atmosphere like? Um, like a, a big decision, a little decision, any sort of any decision. Any decision. What, what's what's the decision that pops into your head? Um, I, I mean, I think the biggest one for me was being able to, um, get sober 15 years ago. Um, and it, it wasn't even for me an alcohol problem and it, it was more of alcohol was the gateway to a lot of things, um, that didn't go really, that didn't go well. Um, and I think, you know, being able to live a drug and alcohol free life um, has been something that I've showed myself I can do one day at a time, um, 15 years um, later. So that feels very esteemable. And I think that to show myself whenever I'm worried about other things, I'm like, I can always lean on that and say, well, you've got this. That's awesome. You know, so, so that was a big... Um, decision that I made um that's that was a bigger one I I appreciate you sharing that I really do and and congratulations on on that that's that's Mm -hmm. that's huge huge um Aubrey I want to I want to I'm going to change this up again sure you uh you're working on a memoir right now yes called enough talk about that with the listener what what where did that come from in, in in the name enough like what is what exactly does that mean um, so enough in the subtitle is how I stopped searching, starving and striving and became the woman of my dreams is based off my lifetime experience of growing up in Texas, you know, had, you know, never been quite perfect enough and having this sense of lack and a lifetime of like filling my insides with the outsides from the drug addiction to the unavailable men to things that I thought would fix me and fix that empty hole inside of me. So the last straw or the last attempt at that, I walked down an aisle and thought, I'm going to hand over my emptiness to this man and he's going to make me whole. So that was in 2013, I married someone and alas, (laughs) it didn't work again. (laughs) And um, I really did had to, I really said, had to say at that moment, I had to leave that marriage that was suffocating my soul, but take ownership for, for walking down, for marrying someone. And again, an attempt to like heal me and only, and that's when I had to, I left the marriage I reinvented myself from the inside out because unless I didn't, I had this, I had this knowing that I would fall into the same sort of relationship again or this, this, you know, and, um, and so I had to say like enough, I am enough as I am and really get to know myself and reinvent myself from the inside out. And, um, that's when I started on this self-love journey and that's what the book is really about. It's like, looking at all of that lifetime of my attempts to um, fill the gap and 
it's like you're like are you never gonna get it lady it doesn't work and and at the end she finally gets it i got it guys <laughs> I love only it. i can only i can love myself i mean i set the tone for how i love myself and then is people it, can yeah it, is it one of those where, where like if you don't love yourself how do you how do you expect other people to love you kind of a thing well if you don't love yourself then um you know you treat a other people how to treat you so you know we always we sort of are magnetized we find our emotional equals so there's no way that I would vibe with my ex with who I am today there's no way because he didn't feel good about himself neither did I we were perfect for each other um and it's like thank god for him thank god for that relationship because i was able to get on the right path and be able to know that oh my god this is my purpose in life um and to be able to share that with others and you know and and sort of writing i think is my the way is my platform it's my foundation of how the the way i communicate do you want to give let's let's give everybody your uh, information so they can follow you on on social media, right? Sure, uh, yeah. What, what, when you're on, uh, oh, so Instagram is my platform. If okay. you like an R-rated Instagram, if you like a lot of like F bombs, no, like no bullshit really... type. You guys got to check oh. your stuff out. Like I was checking it out earlier, and I was just like, this girl's cool. <laughs> like, I can't yeah. Talk. So it's Aubrey A U B R E E dot Nichols N I C H O L S. Really, just get, I mean, dive in there. You have permission because there's there's a lot of I just try to like bring all the realness, but I also try to like bring some solution with it and like how I did it. Because um, this it's not an easy road. It's not for the faint of heart. Right everyone doesn't do this internal work because it's hard. It, it really is. Um, man, I, there's so many, and I'll talk to you offline about that. Cause there's just yeah. like so many <laughs> other things coming up that we're gonna have to have you back on the show. I, I think, cause I could think of a couple other things. Um, enough went the memoir. It's when is that? It, uh, you're, you're in the middle of writing that now, or that's about to come out. Or? Yeah. So I'm shopping it, trying to find, secure an agent okay and um and because i have to work work you know because i'm a consultant my real life i'm gonna once i sort of get signed with an agent and a publisher then i'll start writing it but it's you know when you shop a proposal it's sort of like it's pretty baked you just got to get in there and set aside the time no i get it i get it i've done publishing and stuff myself so i I know the the process the process all too well yeah um and for those you brought up consulting, I want to bring this up because 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 you brought it up, and I know we have listeners out there, and I've I've checked out your website, uh, and I I know for a fact you got quite the resume uh, and and clients and stuff that you have worked with on that. Mm-hmm. Can we talk just a little bit about uh, about that? Uh, first off, let me back up here, folks. If you're listening to the show right now, uh, go to Instagram follower one two. Uh, open up another browser and go to her website. Check out her website. Uh, it's www.aubreynichols.com. A-U-B-R-E-E-N-I-C-H-O-L-S.com. Yeah, so I think, um, Adam, what I do for work is I, I, I say I grew up in working in creative ad agencies, advertising agencies. I was a brand strategist. 
doing a lot of consumer research and insight. And I got to a point, um, after, you know, 10 years into my career where I was at a big agency and I was really more focused on, um, well, I mean, I think I was beat down and my creative teams were beat down by this toxic environment that um, the ad agencies, this toxicity in these creative cultures. And I said, you know, there's got to be a better way. Um, so I left ad agencies. I went out to work on my own and I'm the daughter of an oil man in Texas who is an entrepreneur who I always say, Hey dad, why don't you, you know, go get a real job like the other dads. And now he has a, you know, a, com a company of 150 and, um, you know, he's, he's just, I've always been a self-starter and had an entrepreneurial mindset. So, um, I went to grad school. I got a master's in organizational change that specializes in, um, leadership development, um, and culture transformation. So now I do a lot of the organizational change work inside organizations, special, specifically creative organizations, um, where I try to nurture creative environments and um, heal the environments that I once worked in um, through stuff that feels good but doesn't hurt. So you're like, um, you go into these these organizations, you work with like their teams and stuff like that and try to yeah. get the teams, like if like, hey, morale's down, they bring you exactly. in and be like, hey, mm -mm, we're going to change that shit around right now kind of a thing. Yeah, with workshops, with programming. I mean, ideally, it's really hard to um, to make headway into these some of these creative organizations because um, they don't really see the the problem. But there's lots of organizations that do. There's so much work to be done in this area. Um, and then I don't do as much of the in agency work anymore, but I do do a lot of consumer and brand research. So I go shop with people, I do ethnographies, go in people's homes, look through their closets, their refrigerators for, for big brands like um, Chanel. I'm going to be doing some Chanel work in a week now. Um, I just got off a Samsung project, Apple, uh, Johnson & Johnson. So yeah, big brands that want to know like how consumers live so they can figure out um, how they need to connect with them, what sort of products they want, how they live their lives. That's pretty cool. I, you, it is so cool. I love like, it. <laughs> like walking in. Oh, what do you got there? Huh. Just take. I mean, like how? How, how do? How do you fall? I, I gotta ask because now it's more of a personal thing. Like, how'd you fall yeah. in on, on something like that? You're just like, hey, I'm gonna go into this person's house, and or I got a list of people. Like, hey, I'm gonna go in your house, and hey, let me check out what you know, so and so. I mean, how did? How'd you fall well, into that? It's like, I've always been a noticer and I've always just been like, well, I'm an empath and extremely sensitive. So I just, it's like, and very curious about why people do the things they do and why they buy the things they buy. And so I think it, through my experience of working in ad agencies, that was part of, that was a little niche of the job, that research. And that's the job that I really loved doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I call myself like a consumer whisperer. I'll get in there. Oh, I like that. No, it, yeah, people, it's amazing. Like, you know, you, I, you know, I was sent to research sponges and, you know, a big company wanted to figure out sponges. So, I mean, you would be surprised of how emotional the cleaning category is. 
I mean, really? because there's so yes, because there's so much pride in having a clean home. So, and, so, you're, so you're looking at pr- people's products and stuff, and you're tying the emotional aspect of it. Like oh, you bought t- this, like, yeah, not because it was two dollars cheaper or, or or whatever, which might have been the case in, in some cases, but it it's more or less because this it's like maybe it's a smell or something like that that so elicits a, it a, or brings reminds them of their mom or or it reminds them of their mom that couldn't provide for them like they can provide for their kid and that and so they're able to do it now and they bought them a home and how powerful that is they have so much pride in the home that they bought that they want to keep it clean i mean i'm talking tears wow my it's pretty amazing right like wow that's that's really cool there's a lot of science and, and stuff and i it never would have thought like cleaning supplies right um, i know it's like, like a zero involvement category people are like just throw it in don't think about it but if you dig a little deeper which is why again i i try to illuminate the darkness for my clients so they can live in the light yeah. so they can really understand that indeed it's a it's a highly emotional category but you just gotta know where the levers and barriers are for people Man, uh, Aubrey, I, we're coming up on time here, and I, I wish we had more time. We're def- I'm gonna have to have you back on the show again. Great, this has I'd been love to come back. Very eye opening, awesome, and I, and I appreciate your time, folks. Again, um, make sure you follow Aubrey on uh, on on Instagram. Open up another browser. Go to her website, aubreynichols.com. As always, we'll always have this stuff up on the Heroes Media Group website as well as. Uh, the Decision Hour, social media pages, and whatnot. Before we let you go, though, is there anything else you want our listeners to know? Hmm. Yeah, I do. There is one thing. Just just take a, you know, just today or may, how about today or for the next, like, the, for, through the end of the week. Just, like, listen to the inner dialogue, like, the way the that are running in the back of your head and... I guess that what I would like you to know is you are not your thoughts. So, you know, you can choose which thoughts to energize and just choose to energize the good ones and the good ones that pump you up. You have my permission to only energize the thoughts that make you feel like you're a Beyonce strolling down the street, like you are a baller and you've got, you can rule the world. You're going to make a lot of money. You are lovable. You are capable. You're confident. Um, just those are the thoughts that we want to bring life to. The other thoughts, they just don't, they don't serve us. We need you to shine. That's uh, what I would, that's shine. what I want to leave you with. Shine, everybody. Shine. Aubrey, thank you very much. Folks, You're so welcome. That is uh, all the time that we have. We're going to make sure we have all of her contact information, uh, her website, and her social media stuff up. Make sure you check her out, follow her, reach out. Um, also, uh, Got to give a shout out to our home network, Heroes Media Group. Uh, check out all the shows, articles, and uh, new stuff that's coming up uh, here in the next couple months uh, over at Heroes Media Group. Simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. I'm Adam. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.